Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. All right, so today's episode is going to be a little different. I want to talk about the worst emails you guys have ever received. And then I'm going to let you take it away. You can you can give us a learning lesson. You can talk more about other emails. It's really whatever. But I would love to know. I'm sure you receive quite a few interesting emails. What's funny is I was thinking of one. And, and then I realized that's actually not the worst one I've ever received. You've had two really bad ones? Yeah. I'm having an emotional response to thinking about this other one right now, <laughs> which is wow. like atypical for me. Like what I think of the situation and the email I got, um, I'm thinking really not nice things. Anyway, moving on. That that's wait, just wait, a- wait, wait, wait. Go back to that. <laughs> so honestly, something you know, Scott, you're pretty even keel. Okay, so well, something I, I would like to say. Something triggered you? Agree with that. Oh yeah, that one triggered me. Yeah. So, do you know what your triggers are? Most of the time, yes. Every now and again, something might catch me, but this one is like mm, completely inappropriate. Actually, I would say illegal. Okay. This one uh, was from a former boss, and probably if I wanted to, and I was litigious, slam dunk. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Because I can tell you the worst emails that I ever received, there's no question. Most of the time they hit the same exact trigger. Mm. Okay. I am achievement oriented. Okay. And I have a high need to do it well, do it right. So it's not perfectionism for me as much as it is, is meeting the expectation. And when I have gone out of my way to try to make sure that this person is getting what they need, when they need it, all those kinds of things, honestly, when I get something back that says I've not met that expectation, that is a trigger for me because I've tried so hard to meet that expectation. And so I have two. And one of them was an email from not my boss, but my boss's boss, the CEO of the organization. It was just a little note and it says, this sucks. And every light bulb that you could even imagine went off in my head. I mean, it was like, talk about not having any information and being slammed. I mean, there's nothing that I, this gives me nothing to go on. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. All I know is I'm a loser, right? And oh my gosh, I still remember the day that I got that note, right? And I I can see it because in this particular case, it wasn't an email, Courtney. This was before email. But reality is, is that was on a sticky, on something that I had turned in the night before on my desk. And I was like, are you kidding me? After all this work, all you're going to tell me is this sucks. That hits every trigger that I have. You know, when I think of these two messages telling me I didn't perform and not giving me any insight to why that is, right? That's like, you know, hey, whatever, not friggin' helpful. I can totally take it if I didn't perform 
and here's, you know, here's the places you didn't perform. Yep. I, I have no issue owning that. And, and I want that feedback. No problem. Um, the other one is challenging my integrity. Oh gosh, Scott. If, yeah. if you say, Hey, you know, you're, you know, the, this email, I'm, I'm looking at the email right now and, and it's essentially saying, Hey, you don't seem to be the person I used to know. You seem to be thinking things from a business perspective. Newsflash, I'm leading in an organization that is a business. Yes, I think <laughs> of things from a business perspective. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a compliment. When I think of that, it's like, how far is your head up somewhere? So that was your emotional reaction to that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that wow, that was my emotional reaction to that one. Yeah. The and then, then for me, the other one was most people know our our youngest had a back injury, and it was a time when I was out taking care of that, and I had an email that essentially said, "When will you be back?" Oh my goodness! In the midst of a family crisis. Yeah, and in my mind, I'm thinking, hmm, never. Think about that phrase, right? When will you back? See, there's this underlying message, and maybe we're putting intent. In totally, that. yeah. And so, yeah, maybe okay. it wasn't intended. Maybe it wasn't. Don't know. Can't, okay. I can't. Yep. So, I recently got one that went something like this: Sorry for the two-day notice, and I hope giving you this much time will let you find someone else so that you can get you know your daily rate for those two days. That was like so passive aggressive, right? And yeah, I read a lot into that. We had had something on the books since first week, second week, you know, in March. And then two days before you're supposed to show up and we're verifying, they come back and said, hey, sorry for the short notice, but we're not doing that. Hopefully you can find somebody else for those two days. Like that's never going to happen. And of course, I totally was reactive to this. Again, it's a trigger, I would never do that to somebody else, right? Could you imagine, Scott, if we literally had a client and we're supposed to be there on a Wednesday and on Monday we called them and said, hey, sorry, you know, we decided that we're, gonna, we're not going to do that. We're going to do something else. And we left that company hanging. Or my favorite, I'm hearing um, some, some of our healthcare clients are telling us about the nurse travelers. Yep. That, hey, they have a contract. And they're supposed to be there on Wednesday. Um, <laughs> and they call and say, hey, so-and-so is going to pay us more on Wednesday. If you up your rate, we'll send the person. Otherwise, we're going to take them away. I assumed you canceled the contract on the spot. Yes, that's an integrity issue. I mean, I think of these and I'm like, what are these people thinking? You know, we're going to get emails and people are going to say things to us that we put intent on. So I love, you know, Tammy, I think you're hundred percent right. We put intent on it where there may or may not be that intent. Right. To me, it's very much like if you receive feedback, what's right about that comment. And then responding to that in a way that is clear, but kind, you know, when I think of how did I respond um, to the one I shared about when I didn't respond to that, I just hit the delete key. Do you know, Scott, I will tell you, we respond, react to those emails. And we probably do put intent into that immediately responding kind of thing. I oftentimes sit 
on those emails. And what I mean by that is I am expected to respond. And if I respond in that moment, I am going to escalate the situation. I am going to take my reaction and I'm going to make that situation worse. And so I will say, I oftentimes write a response and sit on it and I'll come back to it the next day or the next day. This last one that I got where they canceled within two days, I sat on it for about 24 hours. I think I wrote three drafts. I sent the third one. I will tell you it was probably stronger than I'd like to admit that it was. The person on the other end was gracious enough to actually come back and say that she had screwed up in her first email. And then I got that one and I was able to come in and say, hey, thank you. I feel better about this. And we moved forward from that particular situation. I do think the important part of this is taking a moment to literally let it sit so that you can respond instead of react. React is the thing that just keeps ratcheting this relationship up and getting it hotter and hotter and hotter. Responding is saying, hey, let's try to find a way for us to be able to move past this moment. And I think taking a beat, having someone else look at it, review it, what are you hearing? Making sure that you're not in all caps, making sure that you're not responding in red, um, you know, all those types of things, that's stuff that in all honesty, we have control over and we can slow down the process so we're not having email wars. And many times what I have found is people can hide behind email and sometimes it's pick up the phone. I would respond in one of three ways. Is it worth even doing something about? If it's not, then I'm just going to delete it. I'm going to respond in a thoughtful way or I'm just going to pick up the phone. We lose so much of the message in emailing because in email and in chat, you just have words. That's 7% of the message. If you're not able to see someone's face, if you cannot hear their tone, right, you're not getting the full message and it's really easy to misunderstand. Um, we have a client, Scott, that she responds to every email, right, in red. Mm -hmm. And I actually talked with her at one point and I said, hey, you know, this is, it looks like you're screaming. And she's like, no, I just, I, you know, it's like I'm putting stuff in because they wrote in this color and I'm putting stuff in this color so you can see the difference. It's just contrast. I'm like, well, you can do contrast in green. And she's like, no, Tammy, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything other than people can misinterpret it. And so, you know, there are times when I think it really is the spot where misinterpretation happens. And so why not pick up the phone call and say, hey, I have to be really honest with you. I'm reacting to your email and I'm going to just assume that I'm, mis I'm misreading it. So talk to me. What, what is it that you wanted me to know? And I am taking, I didn't say you wrote it wrong. I am reacting to this and I'm assuming I'm misinterpreting that. So tell me what you want to want me to know. Gives them a chance for us to have a conversation. And if they really wanted to tick me off and I, I can tell you my boss, this sucked. He wanted me to react. And of course, in that particular space, that's another thing as well. Scott, if you sent that to me, I would pick up the phone and say, okay, you wanted me to react. 
Why? Mm-hmm. Help me understand what is going on that you were looking for me to be reactive to you. And that's also an interesting conversation. And I think sometimes you're right. Pick up the phone and let's have the real conversation, not the passive aggressive conversation that you uh, are doing through the sly methodology of the words that you use in an email. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box. And be sure to check out our upcoming episodes, always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.